Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 119, Working from Home and My Mask Pet Peeves. So we're approaching month seven of living in this pandemic world. During this time, my company, along with many other companies, has made the decision to allow their employees to work from home until next year. Companies have noticed that they are saving a lot of money in seeing an increase in productivity. Honestly, my company has not lost a beat with everyone working from home. And so I find it super interesting (laughs) reading articles that have been talking about the issues, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, about working from home causes for employees. Working from home is nothing new to me. I've been working from home for years, (laughs) for years. And in fact, I was working from home before the coronavirus hit. So nothing changed in my routine. Out of all the companies that I've ever worked for, hands down, the place where I'm currently working at so far has been one of the best. Honestly, working from home has allowed me to live my best life. And if you want to learn more about why, check out episode 116. It's my birthday. So in any case, I have to laugh when I see articles talking about the issues, again, using air quotes again, about working from home and the issues that it's causing employees. Surely this was not written by an actual employee. (laughs) Most likely, these articles are written by executives who want to get away from their family environment. Considering the fact that they're trying to get back to the office and away from their family proves that these individuals are living what I refer to as a checklist life. Their family or loved ones are just items that they can check off a list so that they can appear that they're worth imitating. Also, when I come across these type of articles that discuss the issues that working from home poses for employees, I often picture a lonely micromanager who lacks the self-discipline that they need to work from home. Instead of dealing with their personal problems, like being lonely, having to be surrounded by other people to feed their ego and other issues, this lonely micromanager insists on projecting their personal problems onto everyone else, also known as their subordinates. Again, I've been working from home for years. (laughs) Here's the thing. The majority of the folks that I know, obviously myself included, absolutely love working from home. Where you work should not dictate how effective you are at your job. If you have a corporate job and you had to work late on a project, you would most likely do so from your house. Therefore, there really is no difference than when you're working from home all day, every day. Those people that want to come back into the office are clearly dealing with personal issues that they want to project onto others. Again, their subordinates or their coworkers. I know lonely micromanagers are the same fools that voted for offices to embrace the open layout. Okay, sorry. I just had a really bad (laughs) flashback to the days when I had to sit in that ridiculous office layout. Anyway, moving forward. Working from home is a win-win for everyone involved, the company and the employees. Since everyone has been working from home, 
companies are seeing a thrive in productivity. Again, working from home is a win-win for everyone, especially the employees. A home environment gives employees the creativity outlet that they need. And last but not least, working from home enables employees to keep a work-life balance. So let's take a look at the increase in productivity. I cannot stress how much work I get done at home than when I'm in the office. Working in an office is incredibly distracting. In the past, I was stuck working in an uncomfortable cubicle. In addition to this, it seemed like my cubicle was located in the busiest aisle known to mankind. You know, that one aisle that everyone takes to get back to their own cubicle, but before they make it back to their desk, they have to stop in front of my cubicle to have the world's longest conversation with another coworker. Then there's what I refer to as the (laughs) drive-bys. When you're trying to meet a deadline and then someone drops by to talk to you. You don't want to be rude, so you stop what you're doing and chat for a bit. And then you try to give cues that you're busy, but the other person just doesn't seem to pick up on the cues. And then finally, you just have to be the bad guy and end the conversation. (laughs) The same thing happens when you stop by the water cooler. Again, working in the office is incredibly distracting. Now, I know what I'm about to say is going to sound cold, but I'm just not big on chit-chat conversations. I'm just not, especially when it's with people that I have absolutely nothing in common with. It's nothing personal, but it's just, there's only so many hours in a day. And as I get older, I just don't have the time or the energy to engage in fake conversations. Utilizing my time for fake conversations means that I'm going to have to work overtime. I'm a person who properly utilizes her time during working hours, mainly because I'm not into working overtime. Working overtime interferes with my I work to live, not live to work mentality. Working from home allows us to avoid all of the aforementioned scenarios. Unlike some people, I prefer to finish my work during working hours. Plus, after hours, I have a ton And I mean a ton of fulfilling projects that I like to work on, like teaching English, dance, working on my fitness apparel stores, doing voiceovers, consulting with other small business owners. These projects are my passion and they're fun for me. And the extra cash I make is icing on the cake. If you think about it, who in their right mind does not want to work from the comfort of their own home? I will take the home office that I have built for myself any day over an office cubicle. And in fact, be sure to check out my website to view photos of my home office. Because again, this is much more comfortable than a cubicle. Besides, why wouldn't you want to work from home? After all, home is where the heart is, right? It's been interesting reading studies and articles about how men are more willing to go back to the office than women. And to me... It seems like many of these men are going back into the office as a means to escape from their home life. And I have to work really, really hard not to roll my eyes when I hear someone complaining about working from home and being anxious to get back into the office. These fools would rather sit in an office all day wearing a mask, which by the way, I will never do, when they could be working from the comfort of their own home. That makes no sense. I know the essential workers trapped in retail jobs would love to be able to work from home. These essential workers, again, especially those in retail, 
would love to switch places with these fools who insist on going into an office. What I have noticed is that many of the folks complaining about working from home have never truly worked in jobs that are considered essential. I worked in retail in high school. It was one of the main reasons why I knew I needed to get that piece of paper, also known as a degree. (laughs) The way my personality is set up I know I would not be able to deal with the Karens, the Beckys, the Chads, and the Tanners of this world and maintain my sanity. It just wasn't going to happen. So many of you who know me know that I don't have a poker face. Like, I, I would lose every game of poker that you played with me. Therefore, you can immediately see the irritation on my face when I have to listen to someone say that they can't wait to get back into the office. I automatically think about how selfish or how lonely this person is. They're leaving their spouse at home to take care of the kids all by herself. And I said herself because most of the time it's the women that end up with kids. Or these people that are itching to get back into the office are just lonely people that are forcing their subordinates or coworkers to be their friends or... Better yet, maybe they just need to be surrounded by other people to feed their ego during working hours. Another thing the folks that enjoy going into the office oftentimes don't realize is that open layouts are horrible. The folks that enjoy going to the office oftentimes have their own office. They don't have to sit in cubicles or worse, the ridiculous open layout format. They can retreat back to their office while the rest of us are stuck trying to book a conference room so we can make a simple client call because we're sitting on top of each other. Again, working from home is a win-win for everyone involved. It highlights the folks that are producing results as well as demonstrates to employers those who are barely doing enough to get a paycheck. Working in the office, folks who fake working have always been able to get away with their behavior mainly because they're good at talking and running around playing the office politics games. At home, communication must be scheduled, concise, and direct. Outside the office environment, that fake stuff doesn't work. Working from home exposes these people for the fakes that they are, and employees like me finally get a chance to shine. Working from home does not diminish our productivity. On the contrary, it enhances our productivity by taking away the stress and giving employees back their time. This valuable time can be spent developing our creativity. So again, think about creativity. The time and energy we waste getting ready for work, fighting traffic to get to work, and once we get there, we need time to decompress from the hassle it took us to get to work. This daily two or three hours a day can be better spent on developing our God-given creativity. Working from home takes away the stress and mismanagement of time. The mere fact that I don't have to deal with all of the above puts me in a win-win situation from the start. My home office is super calming, and since I'm more relaxed, I can think of more ideas on how to create more revenue opportunities to increase my 9-to-5 business as well as my own. And so I really hope this doesn't come across as arrogant, But I am one of the most creative people that you will ever meet. When someone tells me their talent, I can come up with all sorts of ideas 
and how they can make money with their God-given talent. I'm just wired this way. (laughs) As to why my mom strongly suggested that I pursue a career in marketing. So needless to say, she was correct (laughs) in helping me choose my path in life. And I try to help others do the same so they can experience some of the success that I've had. Now, from a corporate perspective, it's really unfortunate that many employers may not get to reap the benefits of their employees' creativity. Many companies fail to realize that a lot of those ideas that employees wish to share are being trapped by those that they report into, their managers. I've had managers either never share my idea or flat out attempt to steal my idea. Emphasis on attempt, because I would never in a million years allow someone to take credit for my idea. I've also had coworkers attempt to do the same thing without being reprimanded by their manager. So I'll never forget the first time this happened to me. I created a brand new report, but I needed one piece of data that had to be included in this report. And so I was going on vacation somewhere where I wouldn't have Wi-Fi. And so I asked my coworker if they could include the data and then send it to my client. Well, (laughs) my coworker decided to put his name on the report and act like he created the report and took all the compliments on my behalf. Now, the only reason I found out is because the department head complimented this person. Now, I could care less about the accolades. If you know me, you know that's true. Could care less about the accolades. The thing that upset me was that this dude had the audacity to steal my idea. Like I was someone he could just walk all over. So I called a meeting with my manager and the thief and expressed my frustration. Since this thief was on the other side of the situation, receiving compliments for my work, he didn't understand why I was so upset. And of course, my worthless manager at the time just wanted me to get past this without reprimanding the thief. Mainly because this thief performed one of the best white tears performances I've ever seen before in my life, guys. And this was actually before the Amy Cooper video and the the Black Bird Watcher. You guys have probably seen that video by now. This was what I want to say was the original white tears performance because this guy was really good. So anyway, when we left the conference room, the thief was visibly upset. Everyone was looking at me (laughs) like I was the bad person despite the fact that this person had flat out stolen my idea and lied. Now, honestly, it was moments like this and others that followed that caused me to seriously question how much of my energy did I want to spend climbing that corporate ladder only to find out later that my ladder was leaning against the wrong wall. My hope during this pandemic is that companies that aren't thriving in the innovation area seriously need to take inventory of their company's leadership staff. Due to bottlenecks, companies could be missing out on great ideas that could generate more revenue. And as I stated before, working from home is a win-win for everyone. The company and I both get to save money. The company saves money because they no longer have to pay for travel and expenses. They can save even more money because they don't have to pay for company infrastructure. And if it's a reputable company, then hopefully those savings will be redistributed to the employees. And even if the aforementioned never happens, an employee can still save money because he or she 
no longer has to pay for transportation costs and work clothes. In addition to all of these benefits, working from home gives employees a great work-life balance. Again, just sitting back thinking about my work-life balance can be attributed to me working from home. The two hours that I used to spend getting dressed and commuting to work can now be spent on exercising. I love exercising in the morning. It's, it's the perfect way to start the day. It gives me energy. The only way that I can exercise during this time is because I don't have to waste my time and energy going into the office. There's no way in the world I could exercise in the morning if I had to go into the office. The time it would take for me to get dressed, do my makeup and hair, and by the way, y'all, I've got natural hair, that will take forever to style. Check out the video on my website because I go into a little bit more detail about natural hair and questions that you may have and have always wanted answers to. So again, I've got natural hair, so that's going to take forever to style. I would never get out the door. And of course, then I've got to leave time to commute. I'm exhausted just thinking about that schedule. There are so many positive aspects to employees working from home. As I stated before, this pandemic has not been all bad. Working from home is definitely an approach that more companies will continue to embrace. On the other hand, I will never embrace how people treat wearing masks like Linus from the Peanuts carried around his blanket. Some people's approach to wearing a mask demonstrates that common sense is not all that common for everyone. Now, I'm not going to get into all my thoughts regarding the coronavirus and the mask stuff. In case you're interested, check out episode 108. Anyway, I feel like this whole mask wearing thing is getting out of hand and it's driving me insane to see these advertisements that state that wearing masks is saving lives. It's just simply not true. You can still get sick if you're wearing a cloth mask. Unless you're wearing an N95 mask, you're not saving anything. And I've seen so many instances of cross-contamination. I've seen people wearing masks on their chin, underneath their nose, on their ears or their wrists. Then they touch different surfaces only to put back on their Linus blanket, also known as their mask. The thing that I've seen that puzzles me the most is when I see kids at the playground with a mask on, playing on equipment that's not disinfected, but then touching all over their face to keep their mask on. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You might as well take the mask off. And here's the thing. If you want me to wear a mask in the store, that's totally cool. I'm all right with that. But I will never wear a mask outside when social distancing is clearly possible. There's no reason in the world that you shouldn't be able to social distance outside. Listen, I value my health and safety, so trust me, I was a social distancing champ before the pandemic. The bottom line is, it's not good to wear a mask all day. And especially if you're exercising, you're literally breathing in your own carbon dioxide and trapping bacteria in your mask. You're increasing your chances of getting dizzy and fainting. Wearing a mask while exercising is one of the main reasons why I and many other fitness instructors opted not to return back to the studio to teach our classes. 
We know how dangerous it is to teach a fitness class with a mask on. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that there are those who are teaching under duress under this condition because I know they really need the money. I'm not talking about them. I'm simply pointing out that mask wearing in the great outdoors is an overkill, okay? I feel like people are just blindly following rules without questioning their validity. Maintaining a social distancing environment is all we need. I love to run and bike by myself. Therefore, maintaining a social distance is not a problem for people like me. I've been doing this way before the pandemic came into existence, and I have been in very good health before and during this pandemic. My whole pet peeve are those people (laughs) that are buying into this whole, I'm saving lives when I wear a mask. You're not saving lives. Seeing people wearing a mask when they're literally sitting on their porch away from people is silly. This is equally disturbing when I see someone wearing a mask to mow the grass without a single soul nearby. And if the media is trying to be fair, they really need to start reporting on the folks that get sick from wearing their masks. The mask wearing that thoroughly confuses me is when I see people wearing a mask (laughs) alone in their car or the majority of the family members are wearing a mask and then one of the family members isn't. This is silly, man. You all are going home together. (laughs) If the one without the mask gets sick, they're going to spread it to everyone in the family. So you might as well just stand in solidarity as a family by wearing the mask or not wearing the mask. There's just way too much fear going around. For example, when I'm running or biking on the trail, which again is huge, it is a very large trail and I normally go in the morning. So there's plenty of plenty of room, not, not a ton of people are around, okay? So I make a point to leave plenty of room when I go past people, yet I see fearful people freaking out, trying to hurry up and put their mask on after I've already approached them and I'm literally long gone before they accomplish putting on their mask. It makes no sense. My point is, if you're going to wear a mask outside, make it make sense, people. I can't wait to share an interview with one of my English students who works in the science field in Germany. The way that they're doing things over there makes way more sense to me than the mess that we have going on over here in America. I truly do believe that the coronavirus is going to end up being like the flu. As a result, the thing that makes the most sense is to teach people how to focus on building up their immune system. But again, pharmaceutical companies know that they can make more money treating symptoms than they can when they provide a cure. So instead of giving people information about building up their immune system, the media has been trying to brainwash people into getting a vaccination. And here's the thing, a vaccination is not going to be effective because this virus strain mutates way too fast. So the bottom line is, everyone just needs to do their research and make sure that they don't forget common sense in their quest to stay healthy. There's just way too much fear going around And I understand people are getting sick, but we have to find a balance of maintaining some semblance of sanity and being sociable. 
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to take the How Well Rounded Are You in Life quiz and check out Starring You Crew, our new fitness apparel shop. If you enjoy Hustle and Faith's content, please consider becoming a supporter by donating, purchasing a Hustle and Faith journal, or an item from Starring You Crew in order to help offset the cost of producing this show. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.